FBI Radio and Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. And now the gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Uh, it's just rubbing salt into the worm. You can see the head clash there. Oh, very nasty. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Oh. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Steps, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and... Chris Gale. As they... Chris, once again, each week it just dawns on me how absolutely those idiots that not just follow rugby league, but call rugby league, they should hang their heads in shame compared to Rex Mossum. I mean, I am fired up just by hearing that every week. I want to just pack up and go home after that. What do you think? Are you saying Moss at first, daylight second, Stephen? By a long way, Chris, by an absolute uh, country mile, as they say. You you know the listeners on uh, 0409-945-945 are going to start going, what about Frank Hyde? Frank was very nice. Yes. You know, I love Danny Boy, who doesn't? You know, yes. I love a card table at North Sydney Oval, uh, access to the fans. Uh, he was a gentleman, you know? I was I was quite partial to Alan Marks on the ABC yeah. on the TV, yeah. Game of the Day back and in the yes, 70s. And yes, Rabs is closer than everybody. Yes. No well, doubt about that. And as much as we love the rest of them, thanks guys for coming on radio and talking to us. People probably don't remember Ian Maurice the Bear as fondly as they the should bear. have. Did he have sort of hair out the back of his neck? Well, I couldn't tell because he was looking at the TV screen. Right, okay. Uh, Chris Gale, this is the uh, before the big dance, the week before. This when four this weekend go into two next week, and uh, it is a big week for sport. We know that, and I know that uh, Peter Volandis is torn. He's got the Everest, the world's richest race, on Saturday afternoon, and then I guess he whisks over to Queensland, Sydney, Sydney. Yes. Yes, so he stays in state. He doesn't have to. But he'll be there in spirit uh, on Friday. Will he be there in the flesh, do you think, in Queensland? Uh, Look, if he wants to be, he can be, because he has the same exemption operating for him that Prime Minister Scott Morrison does Mm. that seems to be he can go to Queensland whenever he likes. But it's not so one of the rugby league teams, according to the Palaszczuk regime. She has done it again. It's all right to be a redneck. It's all right to work hard. She's playing the vote, isn't she, Chris? Hey? This is her election theme song. And you know, I would have thought that she'd have some sort of affinity with the Canberra Raiders being a rural, regional sort of footy team. What do you think? Well, you'd be sorely mistaken, Stephen, because I know geography is not your specialty. No, but... it's not. And geopolitics particularly. But you'll find, uh, much to your surprise, that the Australian Capital Territory is actually landlocked by the great state of New South Wales. Yes. So in Palaszczuk world, yeah. it all looks the same. 
Right, and so she has denied Ricky and his mob to come any time sooner than just, I think, just before kickoff. <laughs> I think the plane lands just outside the stadium. Which stadium is it at again, by the way? Well, we like to call it Suncorp yes. Stadium. Others call it Lang Park. Okay. But yes, the Canberra Raiders take on the Melbourne Storms in yeah. the preliminary final tonight mm. at Suncorp Stadium. Kickoff, according to advertising commitments on Channel 9, will be roughly 8 o'clock. Right, so the plane's cleared to land at, what, 7.50? About that. About that. <laughs> Step off and on. That's how. And Palaszczuk will be there personally to make sure they don't wander off anywhere. No fortitude valley for them. And, and Ricky is, can I just say, livid, furious Fuming. and upset. Yes. Yes, because he had a, a great afternoon planned for the Raiders. They were going to check into a hotel. Yeah. He had a trivia... Contest organised. No ping pong. <laughs> well, he doesn't want anything that puts do, them at physical risk. No, he doesn't want to do anything like the storm. Yeah, he'll, uh, you know, uh, a whole uh, box set of friends. No for them Hawaiian to watch. shirts. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But he just wanted the the boys, yep. if I can use that term, just to be able to kick back, put their feet up. Yep. You know, maybe make a few FaceTime calls back to England. Acclimatise the humidity. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, denied not, all that. Yeah. Now, Ricky's resting face. He's not happy, is he? No. no. Well, he's described it as another punch to the head. Another punch to the head. Because basically Ricky Stewart sees the Rugby League season and the Rugby League machine as it orients towards the Canberra Raiders as consistently belting them in the face. Yeah, right. Okay. And he loves it. Yes, yes, yes. And look, Rugby League loves an underdog because Rugby League is the underdog. And what have AFL done this week? Because they've got a grand final coming up. They're always trying to trump everybody, aren't they? Trump, did you hear that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, first of all, Anastasia Palisade. Yeah. AFL stooge. That's stooge. And, she's a, and, and I've been beside myself with shock this week, Stephen, because... She's not even a, sleeping, a sleeper agent, is she? She's active. Oh, no. Fully active. Com- completely revealed. Yeah. You know, she won't have to go in front of the uh, Committee for Un-Queensland-like activities because she's nailed <laughs> the colours to the mast. Right. And, look, I've been shocked this week. There's various hearings going on around our great country suggesting that there could be corruption in this land. I had no idea. Right. The Crown Casino and the directors there of the Crown, there's a former AFL boss called Andrew Demetriou. Mm. Bad news. Mm. His successor, or one of them, Gil McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah. And Gil McLaughlin has a direct line to Anastasia Palaszczuk, and he says, this is how you're going to run Bad your phone. state. That's right. This is when our grand final is going to be played. Mm-hmm. This is where it's going to be played, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a beautiful lead-up to your election. So we've got this other crowd playing a grand final on the 24th of There are of winners October. and losers in this, though, aren't there, Chris? Because obviously, the, the, you know, as she would say, the great state of Queensland wants the dough. Yes. She's not letting anybody else in except the AFL. Do they spend enough to make it worth their while? I'm, I'm surprised at that. What do you got? 50 people? 60 people? Well, when they announced that they were playing the grand final at the Gabba, yeah. uh, they did set 400 up. Set so 400? That, so that was a pretty good boost to the Queensland nervous, economy. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite the same as opening the doors to New South Wales <laughs> no. or Victorians in general. New Zealanders. <laughs> New Zealanders, exactly. So, uh, the winners are obviously, they think, the AFL. Um, Victorians are really unhappy about this idea that for the first time in their glorified history, it's <laughs> been played outside. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's like, let's go to church of the AFL. It's been played outside of their state. And they're horrified because not only can't they go, they want to take a bit of the grass with them as well. Steve, can I tell something? This is a concept you wouldn't have heard, and I actually invented this idea, and it's a great observation <laughs> tell me I've about made. It. Educate me. Sport is a religion in Victoria. No way. Have you heard that before? Yeah. Because I don't think you have. Have you been to the muddy river of the Yarra? Hey? <laughs> have you been to that cultural capital? Like it's the the, the, the southern Prague yeah, or it's, Paris? It's have more, you been there? It's more pagan than religion, yeah. isn't it? You wonder why they got time to go to the footy. <laughs> they got so much coffee culture and laneways, Chris. I ask you. Do you know they have a laneway down there dedicated ACDC? Is that right? Yeah, a laneway to the great ACDC. And it's, ex- they, it's extraordinary because ACDC never have played in Victoria. They never stepped foot. They never been. They there. Never stepped foot. No. But, they hated the place. Hated the joint. But. but 
So Victorians, let's face it, they've been doing it tough, Stephen. Yep, yep. You know, they, they haven't uh, handled the pandemic as well as the great state of New South Wales and, dare I say, the not-so-great state of Queensland. And let's feel, let's feel a little bit of pain and suffering for those out of work, and particularly the greenskeeper at the MCG who's had nothing to do. Well, the MCG can only be described as... A big bowl? No, hello turf. Have you been there, Chris? <laughs> well, do you know this is... Not, not by choice. I have once, and this sacred turf... Uh, forget the turf. I'm talking about the actual buildings. No history at all, Chris. Well, it was interesting, wasn't it? I don't I, know who the architect was, but he's he's ashamed of it. Because I went, I went there because that's where Ron Clark lit the torch in the 1956 oh, Olympics. No, I went there because of all the great achievements of Boxing Day tests for the cricketers. Yes. Turns out they played another game there during the winter called AFL. I had no idea. Right. Right. But Victorians who had their great game ripped out of their heart. Asunder. So they, they can't travel to the no. relocated no. grand final no. at the Gabba. So the AFL, in their wisdom, Andrew Demetrio running the great state of Queensland, says, I want to give you a little bit of Victoria right. to honour the occasion. Honour <laughs> the occasion. Well, first of all, the Queenslanders are upset. They don't really want a slice of Victoria sitting on their hallowed turf. Well, every day I'm reading research that's saying coronavirus can survive on surfaces <laughs> yes. for like 100 years or something well, like that. So a piece of turf coming yeah. from Victoria has got to be the alarm bells ringing. Well, you know when you used to get off a Qantas flight and they'd spray you first? <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that can occur. They can get some weeds from Victoria. Victoria, you know, moving in on the hallow turf in Queensland and infestating it with God knows what sort of licensed stuff, Chris. Before the pandemic hit, and because uh, I know you're very cosmopolitan, constantly travelling overseas. So. Very much so, Chris. Me, me the same. I actually, there's a sort of a trigger in my mind that when we do land at Mascot after yet again another, you know, couple of weeks of the Riviera, I don't want to get off the plane until they spray me. No. But they don't do it anymore. No, I else. bet you they will be now. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. <laughs> so this turf, of course, not only that, but the, the Melbournians are upset. I don't think the New South Wales people give a damn. The Queenslanders are upset. So much so that pitchforks and flames have been out at midnight trying to track this damn thing out because it's on a truck, right? <laughs> and because New South Wales said, you're not coming through here with that. No way. You can't bring your people. You can't bring your dirt. You certainly can't fly. No, so the, 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 you know, the flatbed truck yes. has had to go all the way to South Australia. That's right. Out, you know, below the Murray, straight up on the left of the Darling, straight up to Queensland's outer field there, where it you know, nearly crosses into New South Wales, but not, and then across into Brisbane. So there's a huge outrage about the expense associated with this, Stephen. They're saying that it's cost $100,000. If the AFL really had their act together, yep. I reference Ron Clark in the 1956 Olympics, they should have turned this turf relay, yeah. like an Olympic torch relay, and they should have gone all the way to Western Australia, <laughs> up through the top end, yes. run over a couple yeah. of cane toads, yeah. come down through Cape York. They do something good with the cane toads. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and what a lift. Yeah. For, what a lift for all the other states and yeah. territories yeah. to go, we're not Victoria, yeah. because all Victoria can do is can send out a patch of grass. Are you telling me like the marathon, that during the game they're going to run in with the turf on a wheelbarrow? <laughs> exactly. At the start of hey, the grand Hey, here he comes, and, the and, greenskeeper. And here's the hubris of... He'd be buggered, wouldn't he? Here's the, here's the hubris of Victoria yes. and the AFL. Yes. Like, it's symbolic, correct? Mm. It's They're not actually sending the entire ground. No. So you would have thought maybe... Like about a fifty centimetre of a fifty centimetre piece would be enough. Mm-hmm. No, three metres by one metre. And Chris, you're, I know that you're a medical. Uh, you got a medical background. Skin grafting doesn't always take. It could just it could just die before anybody sets a foot on it, and then what? Are you saying I've got a medical background because I've I've been subject to a number of operations? Another probes. Be, <laughs> another probes. Yes, that'd be true. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, no, well, well, I mean, the last thing that you'd think that they would try and do, but I bet you they'll have a crack. Being the AFL, is yeah. they'll try and graft yeah. that piece of the MCG into mm. the Gabba. Yeah. My goodness, Stephen. Well, is it couch? Or what cooch? sort of gra- or cooch? Cooch? Is it uh, what sort of grass is it? 
Do we know? Have we, have we done a check? Is it going to take? It's times like this I wish we had Costa Georgiatis on the on the hotline because I actually have no idea what the turf is. But I remember, Stephen, mm-hmm. back in 1972 when Australia was trying to regain the ashes off the English and mm-hmm. they were playing up... Who was uh, top of the charts, north, Chris? North the, well, here, the Australian cricket team released a record called Here Come the Aussies. That went to number <laughs> <Kedoki>. one. <laughs> and I, I think Helen Reddy was in the ascendancy at this particular yes, point in time. Yes, America, yeah. maybe? America, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sister Golden Hair Surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, they ended up playing the fourth test on what they call a raging turner, which is a spinning wicket, because the English had introduced a virus called Fusarium into the turf. <laughs> is that right? And it destroyed toys, our chances. So if I'm... If I'm the Brisbane groundskeeper team, yeah. I'd be very wary that mm. the AFL don't try and actually yeah. slip this turf Infiltrate. in. And, then, and that's it for your ground. That's it, yeah. It'll be gone. Yeah. Because it's their state above all states, Chris. That's right. Now, in rugby league, we don't talk about hallowed turf. We know that Sydney cricket ground is the most... And, and look, 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 they bang on about the fact that they weren't a convict state, right? They were a free state, right? Which one? All Melbourne. Of them. All of them, yeah. <laughs> so they'd love to see the decimation. So if we don't talk so so in such high-handed manner, it would be fun, though, to take a little bit of the Queensland hallowed turf, and I'm talking here about Lang Park, and some of the great moments that have happened on, on that hallowed turf, mm-hmm. and bring it down here for our grandfather, just for a lark, don't you think? Now, what section of the turf would you take, Chris? Well, uh, far up listener on Twitter, Graham Annersley's. <laughs> no, I, I really? Don't think, I don't think it's Graham Annersley. Yeah. Suggested that it'd be the, the the section of Suncourt Stadium uh, that uh, Russell Packer urinated on. Do you remember? I remember that with such great glee. He just uh, he decided, look, you know, I don't think you're allowed to run off for a toilet break during footy. Correct. Only if you're on offence. You can't put your hand up and go, oh, I need to go. So Russell just decided to straddle the legs a little bit yeah. in full view of the cameras. That's right. And the Queenslanders, mind you. And I think it was a G up, don't you think? Yeah, and he was playing for the New Zealand Warriors. He let it go. Point in time. Yeah. You know, they have those numbered cards when they have the substitutes, you know. <laughs> Why don't they have a special bathroom card? Right. Uh, and then, of course, for those students of the game, yeah. there, there was history there. Before uh, Russell Pack on the same t- on the same spot of turf. Now I don't want to say it was the very first game right, that the right. Brisbane Broncos played against the Manly Ringer Seagulls, but it might have been right. where Don McKinnon, right. former Manly and North Street, Don McKinnon, same thing. Yeah, took a whiz yeah. on Lang Park. Right, so, and that survived. Well, you know, people say that sometimes, uh, you know, when you when you when you wee on grass or a plant, it's going to kill it. Some say it's, no, it's really good for it. I mean, you have to go back to your indigenous forefathers to find out the truth of which wee on which piece piece of grass or or fauna or flora that is going to damage. But in in which case, it's now looking very good. Right, and and I'm no <laughs> I'm no horticulturalist. Sure. No, you're not. But I think nitrogen would be involved. Yes, but. If if what we want to do is celebrate and um, thumb our noses uh, to the AFL yeah. in the same gesture, yeah. carve out that piece, bring it down yes. for the grand final at Homebush on October 25, yeah. but don't just wheel it in on a flatbed truck. Do something creative with it, Steve. Okay, you might remember um, um, Oz Magazine. Yes. Famously, they were hauled up in front of the courts because they used a piece of uh, street art. Yes. Uh, I think near Phillips Street in the city. Well, it was not the, quite it, Phillips. It, it was, was the P&O building P&O in Hunter Street. And, and it, the, the sculpture water. was carved into yes. the wall of the building. Like a piece of natural earth, so to yes. speak, in, in brass. And I think that they decided that looked like a good urinal. Yes. Now, that went down very, very well. Now, it's considered infamous around the world, of course, and its value has skyrocketed, much like Blue Poles did after all the controversy. You're thinking outside the front, they could cordon it off with a bit of hessian. And invite all the punters to have a wee. 
If, if you think... Uh, and it'd be an art performance, Chris. The, the way that that value of that sculpture accelerated because of the likes of Richard Neville, Brian Walsh and uh, Martin Sharp, Sharp decided to take a whiz on it. Yes, yes, right. Like, if we can get the greater rugby mm. league community to mm. come... What about the art community? Yeah. Well, of course. Hello? And, and, and Barry that, Humphrey's not too old, is he? And and you can choose. Yeah. You can Hannah go. Gadsby. Yeah. She can have a go. I can join the McKinnon queue. Yes. Or the Packer queue. <laughs> I see what you're saying. And, the art crew. Right. Yeah. And then... You know, the legacy that we can do with that, Stephen, is yeah. then take that piece of turf, yes. then go to the Tibby Cotter Bridge, right. till right. the soil, yeah. plant that turf yes. as our foundation for of the, the museum, for the, the Hall, Hall of, of Shame. Shame. Jesus, that's good, Chris. But you know what the piece of turf that I might consider to take from Suncorp slash Lane Park, Stephen? I don't. Particularly because of what's happening in this very season? I don't. I would like to take the piece of turf where Cameron Smith put the chicken wing on Sam Thiday and got rubbed out of the grand final. The chicken wing? 2008, I think. Okay, hang on hang on a second, Chris. Hang on a second. There was an incident earlier that was close, and we let it go. It was close to what? To a chicken wing tackle. That one, he's got it under, and he's ripped it through. What's, okay. that, what's a chicken wing get? He gets his arm under, and he's ripping the shoulder blade out. What you need to do, if you get your arm in there, you get it out. Okay, you don't go on with the tackle in there. Someone gets tackled with their arm out, it's a chicken wing? No, it's not, Cameron. In this instance, in this instance, we've deemed it to be a penalty. Can I just say, shut up, Cameron? Yes. And 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 you know that you know when you hear those terms and conditions apply, you know it's sped up three times. That referee could do those ads very very well. I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's a piece of turf. That now I, I am wishing Steven. Satan a fond farewell if this is his last game this weekend, and little Lucifer's his family. It, it could be. It could be tonight. It could be tonight. Are we prepared we for this? Be, 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 farewell, Satan. I mean, has a trail anyone, of sulphur as he walks has off. Has anyone given Satan a testimonial, like, or you know, maybe a <laughs> no, ring? No, they haven't. A ring to his wife nothing, or something? Nothing. No, nothing. A nothing, ball and a nothing, piece of nothing. And what about his coach, Chris? I noticed up in the bubble, the tropical paradise bubble that, that the storm are living in. Yes. It's not all bloody, you know, Jim Carrey and, and you know, everything fixed ready for you with nice music and flowers that grow, are is you, it? Are you looking for the experience, the expression, it's not all beer and Skittles? No, all beer and Skittles <laughs> in the tropical paradise bubble. What happened to poor old Bellyate this week, well, coach of Melbourne? It's it's a large precinct, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in order to motivate the players and their families, you've got to provide a lot of entertainment. So there are golf courses and shuffleboard and yeah. um, uh, Pilates rings and yeah. all sorts of yeah. things. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what you call a Pilates right. venue. Pilates floor, I wouldn't know. No, I don't know. So you've got to get around. Mm. And Bellyate, let's face it, like you and me, you know, second half of his life. But also, as you do in Rome. You get around. In a golf cart. In a golf cart. I believe it's a Trump golf cart. It is a Trump golf cart. They brought him in, especially for the Florida of the North, (laughs) and he was seen changing a tyre. And they're fat tyres. He was confused. And and they're fat tyres. And I think we have a little bit of the uh, actual moment when he was caught changing the tyre. Is Is that right? that right? Let's have a listen. Well, he knows how to coach a footy team, but not so much a Trump golf cart tyre change. He's got a mouth on him. And the thing that really confused me about that footage, Stephen, is, like, I mean, I've changed a few tyres in my time. Not lately now, I ring the NRMA. But he seemed to be under the cart and changing the nuts from the inside of the wheel. He's not very good at that. He's not very bright, is he? No. No, okay, so we farewell then perhaps tonight if we're lucky. Raiders uh, in the storm. Raiders in the storm, that's right. Now, um, our our partner on Fire fire Up, Dennis Carnahan. You there on the line, Dennis? Hello, Dennis. Hello. Me, huh, there Stephen. we are. Well, you've been changing oh. tyres again, have you, Dennis? 
Yeah, sorry, it was just under the car. No, he was actually putting the, he was trying to put the jack up under the car, ah. and he didn't have the extra piece of the, the sleeve that fits on to extend the jack handle. That's what he was missing. Uh-huh. Now, that's what he's trying to say. Because he had to beep all the expletives out, you couldn't make any sense of it. Did you notice in that clip the, the cackle? The satanic cackle yes. that went all through it. It was yes. the same satanic cackle that was in the previous clip when they were talking about chicken wings. Was that, chicken wing. Was that Cameron <laughs> Smith? Look, I mean, it is chaos up there in that bubble, Dennis. I mean, you've got Lucifer going around trying to catch people candidly with video and mocking them. You've got Josh oh. at a car leaving fake snakes all around the precinct, terrorising the Melbourne Storm. God knows how they're going to get it together. But speaking of getting it together, Dennis, this pandemic has really crawled your footprint, I would argue. But you've somehow managed to fashion a Rugby League, the musical, coming up next week. Is that correct? Well, yes. We've got a, a, the one and only show for the year at the Paddo RSL Ooh. next Wednesday night. Iconic. And all the posters I put out actually had the wrong date on them. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, well done. <laughs> To me, which uh, yeah, pleased me greatly, um, and obviously being under COVID restrictions, there's a limited seat. So I'm just thinking, oh, if I don't sell out when there's limited seats, that'd be really bad. But yes, I've got a show together, and I haven't done as much as I'd like. But there's new songs, there's wonderful, obviously there's a new addition to the show. The man that saved rugby league from itself and turned it into rugby league has to turn up. But he's only doing one song because he's you know likes to keep it brief. You, so, you got Phil Gould coming to the show. No, he didn't. He invented the game oh, originally. Right. This is the man who saved it from itself and changed. Cut that filthy word rugby out of there because rugby <laughs> is dead. So we can't have rugby league because that'll kill it. So a- apparently, it. they're on television this week somewhere. Rug- rugby oh, union, apparently. Rugby union. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like I think they're having a cosplay convention. Okay. You know, we just dress up. So there's like the sci-fi enthusiasts all dress up, and the history buffs all dress up, and the, the rugby fans they all dress up and they put their heads <laughs> up each other's bums and jump in the air and, and, can, and whatever it is they do. Can I just say it just speaks volumes about rugby union is that they have a draw and suddenly the game is saved apparently because they've had a draw. Um, so what is the correct date of your show, Dennis? It's Wednesday, October twenty-one. And if you wanted to purchase a ticket, and Dennis, I'll be there, how would one do that? Uh, One would go to rugbyleaguemusical.com.au or rltm.com.au and the ticket links are there. It's on the Pato RSL website. But now they've sold out of doubles, so if you want to take your your partner on a date, those allocations have gone. So you need to find another couple to go. So there's only tables of four, six, eight, and ten available. There's no more tables. Uh, Dennis, have you done have you you done a a COVID performance yet at all in any place, any time? No, I haven't. And I'm actually I'm just realising because during the show, Wayne Pierce obviously gets up and he goes out and puts head tape fine because usually a lot of ex footy players turn up. Yeah. He can't. Can't, no. He's been banned. He can't put head tape on people. So, yeah. Oh, that's 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 a relief. That's a relief. I won't have to endure the Paul Sirenan joke yet again. Yeah. I remember my mate Terry Serio was in here, you know, and they run out nude in the audience. Everyone's cringing, going, don't come near me. Don't touch me. Now, now Dennis, we'd love to... We'd love to have a deep dive into your appearance on uh, Fox League's The Fan, but we haven't got time. So um, I, I believe you've got a little uh, souvenir for us about tonight's upcoming game where the Accursed Storms take on your beloved Raiders. 
Look, I'm a little bit concerned about tonight because there's so much at stake, as you've been outlining. The Raiders have the opportunity to end Satan's career. <laughs> That's a big call, isn't <laughs> wow. it? Wow. Dennis, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, the pressure that, forget the grand final, forget anything else, that tonight they can they can end his career. Yeah. They can oh, shorten his career. I'll forgive, Sti- forgive Sticky for all of his meanness if he can do just one thing for us tonight. If, if Sticky does this tonight, it's an order of Australia. <laughs> yeah, stat- straight off the bat. Yeah. If Sticky does this tonight, now, Chris Gale has said he loves Ricky Stewart. We had Lara Pitt saying she loves Ricky Stewart. If the Raiders win tonight, Stephen, will you say you love Ricky Stewart? Absolutely tonight I will. Wow. Yeah, tonight oh, it's, it's Ricky's night. Hey, uh, thanks, Dennis. Let's hear a bit of your music, and then we'll be back with Fire Up in just a wee moment. And uh, good luck with your show. I'm sure it'll be great. Thanks, bye. Okay, see, see you. Bye. Raiders and the Storm so much could go wrong When we played them in round nine We lost Bailey Simonson Josh Hodgson did his knee Piling on more misery Raiders and the storm The Raiders want a longer stay but Anastasia Palaszczuk Punched them in the face Ricky called it a disgrace But if the Raiders get it right Cam Smith might retire Raiders and the storm Raiders and the storm had one question for you and that is are you fired up are you fired up are you fired up are you fired up i love you let's keep moving forward god bless you god bless he sounded tired then didn't overwork then but uh gee whiz uh a few weeks to that uh what dump the dump November the 3rd, dump the turd well, day? I mean, I don't want to get into politics, Stephen, but you don't. I, think, I, I simply uh, want to suggest to Joe Biden that he could probably hitch his wagon a little bit more to the expression fire up because it worked for Obama. <laughs> Certainly might did. work for him. Absolutely. Get down and, you know, up you go. This is fire up. Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. Now, look, it's exciting news for some. We'll explain why it's very, very bad news for us. Very bad news for FBI, which is the station we're on. Uh, Fire Up thrives on uh, many, many things, and uh, Chris and I, we both revel in the... So let's call it the soap opera, shall we, Chris? Yeah, the... Um, Sideline the, industry. The human frailties. The of, human frailties. Yeah, regularly. The, the flaws of the journalists, Be, well, the uh, announcers, the players, the coaches, whatever it takes the, in the industry. The politicians. The politicians, exactly. Because we learn from it, Stephen, because we look at these people and we look at the mistakes yep. that we see in there. We go there, but for the grace of God, yep. go I. Yep. Fortunately, I didn't do yep. that. Now, people talk about uh, rugby league players about being role models, and they would often say, no, we're not role models. No, we, we get paid for <laughs> playing footy and for being injured for the next 40 years of our life. Uh, many of them tried to have hijinks. Many of them were paid well enough to sort of muck around, and, uh, of course, social media eventually caught up with all of them. Phones... You know, internet, etc., etc. Todd Carney was one of the greats. 
Yeah. One I mean, of the greats. By the way, you can be a role model, but you can be a bad role model. You can. So, you know, I, there I, are bad I, kids out yeah, there, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know what the issue is there about being a role model, but sure. Headline, Todd Carney's bid to save NRL players from themselves. Now, I don't know if that's what we want. We'll talk about it. We'll, just, we'll unpack that, as we say. And listen, if you want to text to 0409-945-945 to have your say about this particular thing. Now, there's uh, apparently he's in Queensland now. And, you know, I feel for the man because he was he was the top of his game. And then he, un- well, he didn't undo it do it all. He just had a little prank and got someone to take, well, someone took a photo of him and in Cronulla, I believe, where these pranks generally occur. Northeast, Stephen. Northeast. And, and, and when we build the Hall of Shame, yep. there will be a virtual exhibit where and you can find yourself in the bathroom at Northeast and relive the bubbler The celebration episode. of that actual but thing. But it's probably fair to say with Todd, it was an incident that came off the back of a little bit of prior history. That's right, much. You know, he was banned from Goulburn. <laughs> from for, Goulburn. Yeah, 100 kilometres from Goulburn. Is that a punishment, by the way? I've never heard of that before. Never no, no, heard of it since. It's yeah. like a sheriff running you out of town. Yeah, yeah. And I keep wondering... Being banned from Goldman, that's yeah. that's a bad thing, right? That apparently it is. <laughs> apparently that's punishment, Chris. Just like don't drive your turf through New South Wales, kids. You know, that's right. uh, his career was cut short by the infamous bubbler photo. The former Dally M winner has become an investor in Social Base. Now it's an app. Of course, it's an app. Everybody wants to get in on the ground floor of an app, don't they? You know, dot commas. We should do an app. We should do an app. <laughs> the app could uh, really be the history of uh, atrocities in rugby league, one per day. What do you reckon? Let's make it for free. The app aims to stop damaging social media posts before they happen. Now, we, we have spoken to the ex, uh, the CEO, many CEOs about these uh, these actions and what happens to them because they get a phone call from somebody who gets a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning, generally, generally on a Friday, Saturday night, but sometimes the weeknights, you know, from, gosh, we've had many instances we'll go into in just well, a moment. Yeah, we used to, uh, I know that you once famously had David Gallup not appear on this show. Yes. And when he was here, I mean, it was around the issue of he used to like to have his uh, summer holidays down at Ulladulla to do a bit of surfing. <laughs> And you know, you know, the worst thing is he'd leave his phone on, and at not, yeah. three o'clock in the morning, yeah. Yeah. off it would go, yeah. and there'd be the latest rugby league atrocity. You can imagine the uh, the look on the wife's face, uh, can't you? Poor Mrs. Gallup. Now Todd's found a way to work with Social Base. Uh, in he's in the Gold Coast, and he's coming to the ground floor. They're going to launch what they're describing as, drum roll, please. The Todd Carney feature. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What TCF. <laughs> the Todd Carney feature. Now, what happens is um, you then nominate a person. Here they're suggesting that your club's social media manager to approve any post before it's posted to social media. Now, I'm sure you can nominate your mum. Yes. Your girlfriend. Yes. Your brother. Um, teammate. Gladys Berejiklian. But somebody responsible. Gladys. <laughs> somebody responsible, okay? Uh, Daryl. Daryl could... Well, I hazard to guess that Daryl Maguire will be looking for a job. Yeah, your parish priest. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. So anyway, so if it's going to whoever's going to, every team has how many players, Chris, on their books all up? Oh well, there's 31st graders, Stephen, in the squad. 31st graders. I think Volandis is slashing and burning there next season. Let's say 30 times 16. Uh, you've got, you got development squads, yeah. juniors. You've got many players. Let's say, say you've got a, a catchment area of about 80 players in your immediate care. Yes, right. So that that immediately says to me. You say one person. So I don't, I don't use TikTok, Chris. <laughs> Chinese government don't use it. Don't use TikTok. But, you know, what if I went on Messenger or, or Messages or, or Instagram or and tried to send something which wasn't so salubrious right. to somebody? <laughs> or even just a comment, you know. Let, let's hope. Let's kill so-and-so, you let's, know. Let's hypothetically <laughs> yeah. imagine you sending a naked photo of yourself. It goes, and it gets detoured, rerouted to your social media manager at 3 o'clock in the morning because he knows you've been on the turps. That's how it happens, right, apparently. Right. And this, wake up call. Jesus okay, and, Christ. And, and so, so then they're asked the question yeah. whether yep. 
it's good to go. Yeah. Now, I imagine... There's a yes or no function. I imagine in terms of furthering your career, if I was in that position of responsibility in relation to you, I'd go, send it. <laughs> because you've got to find something that people are going to be interested in. Exactly. Right. People magazine need fodder. But if I'm a rugby league identity, yeah. I probably don't want naked pictures of myself being circulated around, right? So the the, the manager would hit a... No, can't go. It's a block. It's a block. Right. So but, he'll just have a crack again because he, he can't make sense of this. Yeah. Over and over again until he goes, oh, Jesus. F- first of all, one thing that strikes me, it doesn't sound like it's a job just for one person. No, I mean, these rugby no. players are 24-7, no, so exactly. you need shift workers. I mean, you know, you mentioned the social media manager of Sam Burgess. <laughs> imagine, the, imagine the workload. No, it wouldn't be managers plural. No, stop It'd be a team. Yeah, I know. But the genius of the Todd Carney function, Stephen, yeah. is not only is it blocked by the person that you've entrusted with that particular role, yeah. But it also actually sends you a positive reinforcement message. Oh, yeah, let's have, have a listen, listen to this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've been off the drink since New Year's, so five weeks and three days, but who's counting? I feel I'm a different person. I uh, haven't had a beer since New Year's, and that's big for me. And I, I'm happy to say it publicly that, I, that I'm doing good, and um, yeah, I'm feeling great, and I'm just ready to play football. When was that sent, Chris? So that was that second bit of audio was Todd Carney himself mm. saying he hadn't had a, a drink since New Year's Day. That was actually recorded on the 2nd of January. 2nd of January. Well, good right. luck to him. Right, but it sends a message <laughs> to the lead players. It goes, if I actually don't send this piece of content and make that good decision, yeah. uh, and if I observe the practices that Todd is suggesting, things will go better for me. Or in rugby league parlance, Stephen, they will be... Doing good. Doing good. Now, that, there has been a response from, of course, a social media manager said, well, they'd farm it out to a, uh, I don't know, <laughs> call centre call center in Indonesia or <laughs> India or well. somewhere else, because they can't cope with it. You can imagine them trying to figure it out. <laughs> imagine the chaos, Chris. I, you know, th- this is a really sensitive topic, Stephen. I was actually needing to call a financial institution yesterday, and in their pre-recorded message, they highlighted the fact that all their call centres are local, and my problem took well, about 90 minutes to resolve. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Now, Chris, says here, this is the good news, Um, he says it's his way of giving back to rugby league. Now, I would have thought the statue in the Hall of Shame would be the way to give back for the kiddies. In the future, you know. I, mean, I mean, Todd's given so much. I so mean, much. I, I Do we need, that, yeah. that he's prepared to keep going. More. It's generous of him. I still love the game to death, uh, he told the NCA Newswire. I've learned the lessons the hard way and hopefully I can eliminate players from going down that path. It'll be perfect for rugby league players. The sport in general, day-to-day people in general, life can even use the ball. I'm not a parent, but if their son or daughter was about to post something you didn't want them to, it goes through the parents and they decide whether it's posted on social media. The plan to soon integrate the Todd Carney feature. This is real, Chris. No, We're not joking here. Oh, I, I never doubted it for a second, Stephen. Okie dokie. Now, we might want to be reminded, because uh, we've had our own atrocity. We've had a T-shirt to celebrate the atrocities in rugby league. We have. I think there's a book coming, isn't there, soon, Chris? Yes, there is. I don't know if it'll make this Christmas, but uh, hey, there's no rush. No. No rush. I know we could update it every year. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Oh, there'd be an online version. But this year, the atrocity squad features who? Well, if you go, go uh, and watch your televisions if you're in Sydney tonight and watch what's happening at Suncorp Stadium, or if, like me, and you head out to ANZ tomorrow where the Rabbitohs take on the Panthers, Raiders having played the Storm, you'll see some of the current members of the Atrocities squad. For the Melbourne Storm, you'll see Nelson Asafa Solomon, Stephen. Oh, I think, it was, I think he was protecting a mate in Bali, wasn't he? Brawling in Bali. Brawling in Bali. Uh, from uh, the Canberra side, you'll see Hudson Young, who came out last week in the press and said... I may have subconsciously gouged people. Well, he's proven to have eye gouged two people in the first 10 games of his NRL career. 
So he does that on automatic. That's right. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night, you'll see Cody Walker yeah. brawling. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Saved by who? Wayne. Because why? Bennett cares. Bennett cares. And on the, the evil Penrith side, run by the most evil man oh, in rugby league, I'll go Ivan for Penrith now, Chris. Go yeah. for Penrith no. now. <laughs> As I keep saying, Ivan told us to get on the bus, never told us he was getting off of Penrith. <laughs> You've got the, wasn't a round trip. Chris. You've got you've got the likes of Tyrone May coming off the bench with yeah. the illegal sex tapes, and then the greatest atrocity of yeah. the 2020 season will be represented at ANZ Stadium tomorrow night. Steve, you know who that is? Well, it's not Fleetwood Mac and Dreams on TikTok, is it? <laughs> no, it's Nathan no. Cleary and the Weekend on TikTok. What's the, uh, oh, that comes a poor second to Fleetwood lights. Mac, doesn't it? I can't look at it. A guy on a skateboard with a, bit of, bit, with a bit of cranberry juice is much better than that. Come <laughs> I can't on. look at it. Can't look at it. Uh, well, we'll be back in just a moment here on Fire Up. The moment you start seeing ice on the groin, you're starting to think about Fire Up. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll It's very good indeed Keep your silly ways Or throw them out the window The wisdom of your ways I've been there and I know Lots of other ways if all you ever do is business you don't like Sex and drugs and rock and roll Sex and drugs and rock and roll Sex and drugs and rock and roll is very good indeed Every bit of clothing ought to make you pretty You can cut the clothing Grey is such a pity I should wear the clothing Of Mr Walter Mitty See my tailor He's called Simon I know it's going to fit Here's a little bit of advice You're quite welcome It is free Don't do nothing That is cutless You know what that'll make you be They will try their tricky device Trap you with the ordinary Get your teeth Fire up. That's what it is. Chris Gale is back here. We've got, uh, I think, next week's show before the grand final and then one after that. We probably won't go through State of Origin at this point in time. It's just too weird, Chris. To be honest, Stephen, if you're looking at the two rosters that are going to be available for State of Origin, I don't recognise any of the names. No. I mean, it's going to be a dud event and uh, I just think we'd uh, be doing the public a disservice is that right? to keep them interested are in it. Are you to telling be me you're not going to watch it? I, I'm, I'm prevaricating. You are not. I mean, you know what? You're toying with me. I'm not heading out to the game. You're not. I'm not. If they even let you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> One's in Adelaide too, Chris. Yeah. One's in Queensland. Well, okay, if I get an invite to Adelaide <laughs> Okay, too. okay. Now, listen, I want to throw out the text line because a couple of people are suggesting uh, this is 0409-945-945, some of the great atrocities that we would miss out on if the Todd County feature was in play. So Fire Up is going to vote with its feet, its hands, and say no to the Todd Carney feature in this app because we'd miss out on, hey, Gaz and Minnie in the back of a car swapping phones, sending messages they shouldn't send. What about Craig Gower loose with a golf cart? 
and many other things. Nate Miles in a hotel corridor. Corridor after after uh, he, he went went astray after a junior rugby league support uh, event that night in Terrigal. Julian O'Neill repeated offences. Oh, repeated under the under the Bl- crap table. Danny the Dolphin lighting him up. Yeah. Blues coach Freddie Fitler lying unconscious outside so the many. police. If you've got so any good. suggestions, text them zero four zero nine nine four five nine four five. They go into the book. We, yeah, we, they will go in the book and form part of the uh, Hall of Shame. And we we got a text uh, giving us a thumbs up from Paul Mangione. Stephen, father of Sam, who's a big fan of the show, oh, and we yeah. love his work. Yeah. Listen, Chris, uh, we need to talk about Daryl. We do need to talk. Nothing about ever comes good when you call Daryl. I mean, Daryl Broman, we love you. Daryl Braithwaite, we used to love you. Cotton. Cotton. He East, hasn't been loved enough yet. Eastlake. Eastlake. Halligan. Halligan. It's a Hall of Fame. It's a funny old name, Daryl. I don't know what his genealogy is. What, but would, you, what would you call a group of Daryls? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it had to be a flock, surely. I would have, I would have thought it's a conflagration a of Daryls. Conflagration. Well, look, um, you know, it's all very good for ICAC to be grilling Daryl right now in the private life of our Premier. Uh, and, you know, it's obviously very, very much needed in a federal level. But it's needed somewhere else in rugby league, I think, Chris. Well... If, if, if you thought it couldn't get more Australian that yeah. ICAC is grilling Daryl, yeah. Stephen, I believe that it's time to grill Mal. Mal Meninger, now, isn't, uh, at this point in time, I know he's on the telly all the time, and I know we don't talk about conflict of interest because in rugby league you can do whatever you want, uh, like you can in New South Wales uh, politics, of course. <laughs> Apparently. You can have any, any number of jobs whilst you're a highly paid politician for life, well, you know. you've always got to have an eye on the future, Stephen. Absolutely. I mean, you can't be in Parliament forever. <laughs> no. Uh, now, Mal's obviously of the same ilk. Now, I think Mal once uh, did uh, make it for Just politics. Just a person out there making sure that... I was, um, I'm buggered. I'm sorry. That was a great party, wasn't it? I'm, the I'm buggered party. Ma- Never Mal- got off the ground, did it? Mal announcing his tilt at politics and he lasted in the game for 26 seconds, which yeah. is not a bad run. But I mean, I was, record. I, I was out at the old girl last week, Stephen, as I know you were, mm. and in the Channel 9 setup for the great game, Roosters versus Raiders, two figures are on the ground. Anthony Minicello, who do I think of? Well, Eastern Suburbs great, and, right. and and husband of fashion shoe, shoe designer. Roosters, right? Roosters. Mal Meninga, who did you think of? Oh, well, I, I, gee whiz, Chris. I'd say first and foremost, they're always Queenslanders, and I think they, that, that's that's his heart. He's got a big, big beating heart, and look, he's at the Titans, isn't he, Chris? It's, it, it's a mess, because supposedly he was there representing the Raiders, but you're right. He is the director of culture, culture. at the Gold Coast Titans. What sort of culture? Well, it's a, it's a fancy name for cruise director. Right. He organises the social calendar. I think drunk calendar. on power, Chris. <laughs> drunk on power, now, staggering towards now, now the you, golden goose. You said... Mm. He's first and foremost a Queenslander. Queenslander. Well, he was our national coach, Stephen. He was the what do you coach mean he of was? this because overnight, oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Valandis. Yes. I'm telling you, this guy he makes it up as he goes along because yeah. of these unprecedented, Policy uncharted, on the run, unusual times. He says, "I am allowing the national coach to temporarily." be relieved of his duties in order to form part of a cabal yeah. coaching the Queensland Maroons in this Dud Origin series. He's hey, Wayne's offsider. And Wayne's offsider because Kevy lost the job. Well, he, he handed the reins over because he couldn't oh, possibly Because he couldn't coach, do two jobs. Do, wait, wait. But well, Mal, Mal <laughs> can do Minister of Culture for the Gold Coast. Dare I say, Mal Meninger is the Daryl Maguire of Rugby League, Stephen. Wow. The words conflict of interest don't even cover Fingers it. Fingers in pies, Chris. Right? We need a federal ICAC. We need an investigation. Can you imagine as a New South Wales blue yep. seeing the person responsible whether I get to wear the green and gold mm, is mm. coaching maroons? Chris, I suddenly feel like 60 minutes. Can we hear a quote about Mal about himself? Please. I'm not a good coach. You I'm know, not a good coach. Gentlemen. I understand that. I understand you play that again? my strengths and I understand my weaknesses. I'm not a good coach. You know, simple as that. I, mean, I understand that. I understand my strengths and I understand my weaknesses. So I play to that. Has Wayne pulled the wrong rein? Around me who are 
And he's not one of them. No. Self-confessed. No. I mean, Mal, he's, let's face it, in the words of Brad Arthur, he's brave but dumb. And actually, I, I, I love Mal Meninga. I absolutely love Mal Meninga. I think he's terrific. He's one of the most exciting moments of my life was to speak to Mal Meninga. Yeah. But corruption is corruption, Stephen. It's got to be stamped matter, out. doesn't matter how much you love Gladys. No. It doesn't matter how much you love Mal, how much no. you love Daryl. They must be made accountable. Yeah, so shift your focus from Daryl and move it over to Mal. Uh, listen, one final thing before we move out of here, Chris. Uh, I saw <laughs> Good to see a tweet from a responsible school teacher who saw the deplorable dance that happened last no. week on the footy field. He said his playground was dominated by kids doing the King Gutho, the hula hoop dance. That's a polite way of putting it. Yeah, in on that, Monday. In that five, five minutes where Parramatta actually did well. Yeah. I mean, many kids used to imitate the great Benji Marshall's flick pass. We understand that. Playground phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, here's the response, Chris. He actually slapped a ban on those kids, and it's been banned by the New South Wales Teachers Federation from all playgrounds throughout this great state of New South Wales, Stephen, and I, for one, applaud that. Well, you might, Chris, but it's a bloody nanny say. What were these apps creeping in here, trying to <laughs> cut out atrocities and a bit of fun? I say farewell to that, and good luck to you, Chris. We'll see you next week. Todd Carney, we love you. <laughs> So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!